Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. The big news right now has to be the potential for World War III uh, breaking out over this old bag. Uh, Her name is Nancy Pelosi. She is apparently planning a trip to Taiwan. She's a grand old bag. She's a high-flying hag. (laughs) (laughs) And this is apparently, you know, I don't know what she's going there for. Probably some sort of political thing or whatever. Graft. It's to make China unhappy, to show solidarity with the Taiwanese people. You know, it's... I don't think she's got the stones to go over there unless she's making bank. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) Well, I'm sure they're all making money. They're in politics to make money. Mm. She is apparently planning to go to Taiwan, despite China's government gang saying that their military will, quote, not sit idly by, unquote. And I guess the suggestion is that they may shoot down her airplane if she attempts this. I'd be sad about the pilot. (laughs) I I would be sad about Pelosi, too. As despicable as she is, she deserves the opportunity to continue living so that she can redeem herself if she so chooses However, she doesn't have enough years left to redeem herself. The U.S. government actually has bunkers to hide in. We're the ones who are above ground and screwed. You know, they make sure that they're safe, but they don't care if we live or die. Mm -mm. I think here in New Hampshire, we're probably okay, right? We're we're far Mm. enough away from up in the mountains. True. Yeah. Yeah, MIT. I think they'd want to take out MIT. There's a, there's a whole triangle. There's three research institutions in um, in uh, Boston. I can't remember what they are except for MIT. That's one of them. But uh, I think they'd want to take that out. But this is the hubris of the United States government gang that they are literally going to saber rattle, rattle themselves to fight despite the fact that the Chinese government is doing the exact same thing and unnecessarily escalates, escalate things, right? Now, I mean, you could call it, oh, it's not an escalation. She's just trying to go on a diplomatic mission. She's just trying to visit. But you're under an active uh, military threat. You already have a front in Russia right now with one of the world's largest countries by land mass and certainly very large by population. And now you're talking about potentially pulling China into uh, to a conflict. It's insane, the level of hubris. Which is large by land mass, population, and economically. Yes. Some people are saying it's a recession. They say that the, the old definition of recession, which, by the way, is apparently still the definition in places like the UK, is that if there are two consecutive quarters of negative GDP, negative gross domestic mm-hmm. product, so there's no so less not growth but rece- recession, uh, negative that, growth, shrinkage, yeah, negative growth, negative growth there is such shrinkage. a weird term. Uh, that that's a recession. And we talked over the weekend about this, how the White House wants to change the mm-hmm. terminology, change the definition of recession. Well, they already did. Yeah. Well, from what I've seen online. Honest people meet and talk. A recession is two quarters of negative economic growth. That's right. That's what they put on my, on my exams in college. Mm-hmm. That's what's in every printed textbook because biden can't just change those the way he did (laughs) wikipedia or i don't know he probably made a donation to wikipedia to get that page not only changed but but changed and locked 
And oh, they also redefined definition to say, oh, well, they're fluid and they don't really mean anything. I heard that was true. I checked it at least as of this weekend, which that page is also locked and the word fluid did not appear. I think that was a Photoshop. We've been encouraging people to get into cryptocurrency, get into gold and to hodl and all of this other stuff. But that's the opposite of what people are actually doing. They're selling their crypto. They're selling their stocks. They're selling their extra properties. Is this because of panic? It, it's because of panic and because they're they're trying to get all of their, their world possessions, their, their wealth, so to speak, into the denomination that they're most comfortable with, which mm-hmm. is the USD. That's the one they, rightly or wrongly, that's the one they've always used, so they have the most faith in it. Well, and there's also mm-hmm. a lot of propaganda out there about how the dollar is at record highs and it's really strong and so on and so forth. So, yes, this article is from CNBC. It's arguing that 65% of Americans are doing the exact opposite of what they're supposed to do. Here's what to do instead. If your favorite store was offering 13% off the merchandise, chances are you'd be filling up your shopping cart. But they're not. They're they're offering 13% more for the same merchandise that they were a year ago, obviously. Due well, to no, the- it depends. We, we were reading a story recently that uh, places like Walmart and Target, they're, they're actually lowering prices on some inventory because really? it doesn't do them any good to have things sitting on a shelf. Ah, true. And, and if people are feeling an economic pinch, they're not going to be buying some of the perhaps luxury items. I mean, obviously, people are going to still buy toilet paper or whatever, but the things that they don't necessarily need to buy that Walmart and Target still want you to buy, they have to cut prices on those things to move the inventory. I'm not a financial advisor. I don't pretend to be. None of us on the show here are. Uh, but for me, I have zero interest in stocks. And one reason is because stocks are completely controlled from top to bottom by the state. That, that's certainly mm-hmm. true, right? I mean, if we had an actual free market where one could invest in stocks and own shares of a company, that would be preferred, right? Yeah, but, but we don't. But that aside, the alternative for a lot of these people is to just hold U.S. dollars instead. You know, they're, they're not even getting into the weeds of gold and cryptocurrency and all that. To them, you either invest in stocks or you don't invest at all. And that's, well, I agree the, with you. that's the world they live in. That needs to be expanded. Those people right. need to have their horizons, their view of investing or whatever expanded and look at these options. Of course, precious metals have a, a long history of helping people keep up with inflation. That's like kind of what they're there for at, at this point. Uh, they're not so useful for actually buying things, with the exception of the gold back, which is this cool new technology. And by the way, the Wyoming gold back I read today is supposed to be coming out maybe in a couple months, um, sometime by, before wait. the end of this year. So that's kind of a, an exciting thing. Uh, but the gold back, the gold back aside, stacking ounces of uh, gold and silver isn't particularly useful beyond protecting your wealth from the ravages of inflation historically over right. the you know thousands of years or hundreds or however long it's been that people have used gold and silver as money that's true of of a lot of it um yeah i i'm i i can't i can't disagree there well but your point about but, the uncertainty meaning mm-hmm. that right now we we are certain that the federal reserve has raised the interest rates again 0.75 mm-hmm. uh, i believe or 75 basis points 0.75 percent uh, which they just did a month ago as well mm-hmm. and so we know that's going to increase the cost of getting loans and so that's going to likely reduce people's likelihood to invest in things just that alone but you're saying mm-hmm. the unpredictability of the administration perhaps going to a war with china or you know whatever other random regulations that they might do would also disincentivize uh, investment 
Um, yeah, I, I I think it would, and uh, and also I'm not sure how those uh, increases in the interest rates are going to affect the the stock market because it uh, a lot of a lot of the money that's in the stock market is borrowed money, so a lot of people borrow money cheap. Um, and then they buy stock with it and hope that the stock outperforms um, outperforms the loan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is the higher your interest rates go, the harder it becomes to do that. The dollar is not getting stronger. You can prove that by looking at your grocery cart when you're checking out and seeing if you know how it compares to two years ago. Are you getting mm-hmm. as much for $100? Yeah, the question isn't how much fiat paper will a dollar buy the question is how much will it buy in goods and services correct that's how you can measure what it's actually worth and, and we know the answer to that i mean you used to get two whoppers for five bucks at uh, at burger king today i got two quarter pound kings which is a smaller sandwich mm-hmm. for seven bucks wow yeah i remember the commercials when i was growing up about the the new whopper junior it's like you can't sell yourself for a buck son or whatever and you can get a whopper junior from burger king for like a dollar mm-hmm. and i don't know what the price of one is now but it's got to be close to three isn't it I don't know. He goes there a lot, so he might. I I don't recall, and I've I've looked recently. They used to have these things mm. called rodeo burgers. It was like a Whopper Junior, except mm. it had onion rings and some like barbecue, barbecue sauce, sauce, and they were a dollar, and they were not terrible. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as fast food goes, Burger King is probably one of the it's one of the better ones. Yeah, one of the better ones, at least one of the least disgusting yeah. ones. A uh, story from the Wall Street Journal about dollar store. Just, we were just talking about the dollar store, Dollar Tree, raising their prices to a buck twenty-five. They're saying people are getting a little more frugal, and they're buying more stuff at places like the Dollar General or the Dollar Tree. Uh, energy costs are up 41.6%. Groceries to over 12% more expensive than they were last year, according to the June Consumer Price Index. Many families say skipping vacations and restaurant meals is not enough. They are now finding ways to cut costs on essentials. One way they're doing so is by relying more on dollar and discount stores for groceries. Average spending on grocery products at discount change uh, chains has increased 71% between October of last year and June of this year, according to analytics. Well, before you pr- compare the price uh, between, say, dollar store and the grocery store, make sure you're also comparing the weight yes. of the items because frequently what they're selling at the dollar store is a very similar looking package mm-hmm. that contains less. less. Yep. It's a really good time to be a vegetarian as well. I don't do a whole lot of grocery shopping, but I do occasionally go through periods where I you know, buy a bunch of groceries or whatever. But, you know, when I did this six months ago and it, my, half my cart, you know, contained meat or whatever, mm-hmm. it was significantly more expensive. Most recently, I went and just bought, you know, fruits and veggies and that kind of crap. And it was half the price of what it would have been if I had bought the equivalent and it contained meat products. Mm. If you look at it from a four horsemen point of view, so far we've had, um, what was it? We're moving toward famine. Um, you know, we've got governments trying to outlaw fertilizer, which is what caused a lot of what went down in, in Sri Lanka. But now Canada 
is outlawing fer, uh, fertilizer. Really? Re- or uh, they're they're cutting the amount that you that you can use down to about thirty percent of what it was. Wow! And and this seems to be a move that is designed to bring us toward famine so we've got war we've got famine we've already had pestilence i think um what was the fourth horseman of the apocalypse death death oh well on the subject of fertilizer we get that every year i suspect that this is canada just trying to ration the fertilizer shortage that's already happening and going to cause a shortage rather because you know a lot of our fertilizer came from russia or ukraine or whatever Mm -hmm. i don't remember exactly which Mm -hmm. You, so uh, Russia. So now that number is going to be going down, and they're like, "Hey, look, we we want everyone. We want there to be enough for every to last everyone. So mm-hmm. we're going to reduce you. You can only use thirty percent. I suspect that's mm-hmm. what's going on in Canada. Obviously, it's not going to help. Mrs. Penelope's Dollar Store doesn't sell fresh produce, of course, so they add spices and salt to camouflage the canned ingredients. Quote, my health and the quality of my life has gone down. She, who is 26, relies on their What sort of mental... Ask her if she's going to vote for Biden again. No, I can't reach into the article and ask her, but I want (laughs) to ask her if she's going to vote for Biden again. And I don't know why I keep assuming mental is is clearly physical. Well, there's probably some... I I guarantee you if we found this girl on Twitter, Mm. her profile bio would be a litany of mental illnesses however what sort of physical illness prevents her from riding from driving a car again it doesn't say it just says a disability that makes them unable to drive so she can ride in a car Mm -hmm. and get ubers but she can't you'd think between the three of them they'd be able to operate a bloody vehicle Mm -hmm. (laughs) well her wife should certainly be able to but maybe she's got the same weird disability that allows them to ride in a vehicle but not drive imagining jackie (laughs) <laughs> you're referring for our listeners that don't know to a former co-host who took away uh daryl w perry from us and uh, well thank god for that and <laughs> i like i like daryl yeah, he was good he i was know good. you i did. know you had your disagreements with him he but just uh, irritated me eh, people rub rub each other the wrong way sometimes but there were few activists that could claim that they did as much uh, as that guy did he, he did a lot he of, was a busy. lot for liberty and she took him out of the game and now apparently has taken him out to uh bellingham washington it's been a hell of a year, man. <laughs> it has. Oh, and a sad week for Star Trek fans. Michelle Nichols passed away. She was one I of the originals, that. right? Yeah, she played Yuhura. Oh, wow. She okay. was the uh, first interracial kiss on network television. The Star Trek? Yuhura and Kirk. Cruz I, I don't know why they're trying to bring all of this SJW nonsense into my Star Trek. It doesn't belong here. Uh, sweetheart. That's okay. the joke. <laughs> okay, I was, I they, was. They do it every time Star Trek does something progressive or something, you know, woke or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or science fiction in general has a long history of being socially progressive. Hmm. But every mm-hmm. single time, Doctor Who's a female now. Oh God, why are they bringing all of this SJW nonsense into my sci-fi, dude? Have you ever seen it? It's been like that from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, re- read some Heinlein. Heinlein was, uh, I mean, he was conservative economically, at least at the end of his career. He, it took him a while to get there. But, um, you know, he did one thing that I thought was really cool was he had a character who was uh, either either black or Chicano. I can't remember which, but basically he didn't find out to the last car- last hmm. paragraph of the book. Hey, Daily Digestion listeners, this is Riley Blake. 
I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy, so I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. You just reminded me of the lost city of Atlanta. On, on Futurama, okay. where, yeah. uh, where uh, Fry falls in love with a mermaid, and, and, and you know, they're going to go at it. And she, he and runs into like, the obvious So how problem. do we do this? And she's like, well, I lay my eggs over there, and then you go fertilize them. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good episode. I love that wow. show. Yeah. They're rebooting it again. I kind of wish it's they were It's the weren't. time for the reboots. I mean, they reboot. and Butthead's coming back in like two days, three days from now. They've rebooted Futurama repeatedly, though, and really? it's never oh, yeah. worked out. I, I really, I mean, the movies. Should... It's always worked out. It's been brilliant for a while, and then they took it off again. Well, the movie should have been the end, in my opinion. As someone who grew up watching Futurama, it's probably one of my favorite series of all times. Everything they've done after the movies has it's just steadily gone downhill. Mm, it doesn't have bad. the spark and the passion that it used to I'll have. Say, Sometimes that's you... not true with Beavis and Butthead. They, uh, they brought them back for a one season renewal back in like 2011 and it was hilarious so. i still have to watch the new movie i haven't done that it was yet. good it was good uh i'm He's looking for dog food yeah i'm looking He's forward to seeing worm food. the uh the series return <laughs> which should be i think the end of this week when that comes back wow so, yeah. okay and of course, but they're talking is about. Is it going back to the old thing where they like spoof, you know, talk about music videos and stuff? No, too? I don't think so. Okay. No, I don't they, think anybody would know what a music video now these days, was yeah. now. Oh, they still they do music videos. All they do on MTV is like reality. Well, I don't crap. think Beavis and Butthead is going to be on MTV, is it? I mean, you can be libertarian or anarchist and, you know, and and disapprove of whatever you like. I don't approve of teaching your children that that there's a hell that they're going to go to if, you know, they if they have genitals, but the uh, or or make any use of them. Well, see, that was child abuse, though. That that one's almost textbook child abuse. Well, that's the thing. According to your values, that's child abuse. According to their values, a drag show is is child child abuse, abuse. and that's literally what they're saying. And the thing is, I may agree or disagree with either of you, but the thing is, I'm not going to interfere because they're not my kids, not my family, not Not my my choice. And that's the that to me is the only way that well, it's it's part of the only way that that societies can continue to exist. I have met the the what I consider to be child abuse, which mm-hmm. is you know the sort of torture of children with the threats of hellfire stuff like that, with the same ideological arguments and reason that that they're using. Right, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm meeting it proportionately, saying, "Hey, look, no, this is yeah. why all of these things are factually untrue, and why there can't possibly be a hell in all of that." I'm using words in the same way that they're using words. A fair if response they, is yes, what you're saying. If right? they were to go mm-hmm. further than that and you know actually start you know crucifying their kids in their yard mm-hmm. or whatever, okay, at that point it may be worth intervening with physically. But for the time being, I don't see any reason not to go beyond. I don't see any reason to go beyond interview intervening ideologically yeah. and verbally okay. in regards to the child abuse against 
Christian I children. guess I just consider when I hear the term child abuse, I consider like something way more serious. Well, there are degrees of child of, abuse, right? Yeah. I guess you could say that. Yeah, sure. Like someone sending their kid home to to bed without dinner could feasibly be called child abuse versus, you know, locking your kid in the basement and allowing them to starve to death. Well, that's that's a different thing there. Yeah. So the question is, what level of abuse rises to the level of being willing to do something physically about it by removing that child? Because ultimately, that's what people want the state to do, right? right. Now, we're not talking about the anarchists here, because they will all say when they're pushed, they'll, they'll talk about how they want something to be done about drag shows. But the, when you push them, they'll say, oh, well, we shouldn't get the state involved. We ought to ostracize or we ought to, you know, whatever else they've got in mind. They don't want uh, ostracism, and though, and because it's valid to ostracize even if you're wrong. Well, if you look at Robert Heinlein's uh, future history, and he is the chief prophet of the Church of the Invisible Hand, this particular period of history was labeled the crazy years. So just something to, to bear in mind. Whenever somebody says he's crazy, she's crazy, they're mentally ill, my thought is, who isn't these days? Yeah, that much is true. Everybody <laughs> is crazy in their own personal way. Oh, uh, yeah. We're like a bunch of squirrels. But that said, I got to agree with your conclusion, Arya, and that is that people just need to calm down, chill out, let people raise their family the way they want to, because going on the Internet and caterwauling about it isn't going to change anything. Somebody posted a video we watched during the recent break here as an example of the they put quote they put in quotes family friendly and then they put this was in response to you uh, saying that you know most of the drag shows that you had seen were relatively family friendly or something yeah, to that people effect dancing and you know wearing almost in many cases fully clothed yeah they're not strip teases or anything like that right but that's what these people t- apparently believe we watched this video and- that would defeat the purpose yeah, that would be a strip show. The point is to dress like a woman. Dress, clothe yeah. oneself. The first time I heard about drag queens since like the 90s when I actually used to buy my weed in a gay bar um, <laughs> from a 300-pound bull dyke named Bambi. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, knew be- I knew before you even said it, her name was going to be Bambi. <laughs> was this Florida it's- or Michigan? Uh, this is Michigan. Okay. This is when I was uh, still in high school. Um, but uh, I don't know her, but I know fifty identical Bambies just like her, man. Hmm. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm sure that there, there's like a, a it, some woods somewhere where there's where there's a herd of them, and every once in a while they get separated out and end up in some city. But. Uh, but they started doing uh these basically they were outreach events they were they were intended i think to just get kids comfortable with um with being around somebody who was um eccentric uh and sure. and so they did they, they called it drag queen story hour but i just wanted to uh, let you know something that's happening um, both here in Australia and in the United States, uh, there's a problem with the diesel engine. Um, actually, their fuel and their engine oil and their grease and the diesel exhaust fluid, all of them are having problems. All of them are going into short supply. And people just need to contemplate what it's going to mean for them personally if all the diesel engine oil 
and all of the uh, diesel engine grease and all the diesel engine fuel and all the diesel exhaust fuel, uh, diesel exhaust fluid, uh, go away. Did you say exhaust fluid? Yeah, diesel exhaust fluid. called DEF, D-E-F. It's an additive that uh, uh, most diesel engines are required to have. Uh, let me see if I'm following what you're saying here, Gwyneth, because uh, news to me. You're saying there are problems with all of the diesel engines on the planet, or did I misunderstand it? Because you are very... There are, there are problems with... It's not the diesel engine. It's their consumable. The diesel it's, fuel. Oh, it's hard to get them. The supply chain's yes. an issue. Okay. You know what Yellowstone is? Yellowstone, yeah, okay. sure. That's, A geyser imagine, or whatever. Imagine... Yeah, the geysers and all that. Imagine if there was actually a city built on top of Yellowstone. Okay. Could be bad. It it actually exists. It's a city in New Zealand called Rotorua, and it's actually built on top of the geothermal field. Hmm. Okay. Okay. But actually, like, just just about maybe half a mile from the middle of town, you've got whirling mud pools, and you've got uh, boiling hot geothermal lakes that are, that are basically so sulfur that if a body falls into that pool, it's going to be gone within hours. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is Rotorua. This is what it's like. And I lived in Rotorua. I lived maybe about, um, you know, five or, you know, maybe ten minutes drive from this geothermal area. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you went into town, you had to go past the geothermal. And you would have, uh, you know, like hot fumes, like steam coming up out of the gutters in the middle of the Rotorua CBD. And you could only build buildings like two stories high or otherwise they'd be too heavy and they'd actually collapse through the, the geothermal crust. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.